0: This is the uh, Get a Life podcast with Pastor Brandon. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of the Get a Life podcast. The Get a Life podcast is based on John ten ten, where Jesus says the enemy is that is to steal, kill, and destroy. But I talk about Jesus; He has came to give us life, life more abundantly, life fully. And so these podcasts are just designed and hopefully to encourage you to. Do just that, get a life. And uh, get a life um, with Jesus. Uh, Paul describes it as a new life. Um, it can also be described as having real life, real life with Jesus, where he gives us reason and purpose. And so each week on Tuesday, we have a special guest with us to dig deeper into the Bible and the scriptures and ask this questions everybody is asking. And hopefully we can give you some answers to help you get to... What Jesus was talking about in John 10 10 were to get a life to the life that he offers us So um, last week we were with my pastor at Spirit Life uh, Pastor uh, Daniel Perry And we started our discussion on uh, what does Romans 12 2 mean We are back here again to finish that uh, topic uh, What does uh, Romans 12 2 mean and Pastor Daniel is sitting right here beside me right now. So, Pastor Daniel, thank you once again for being with me on the Get A Life podcast.
1: Well, thank you, uh, Brandon, for having me. Uh, So long-winded last week, I wasn't able to uh, talk even about one verse in a whole episode. I had to come back a second week and maybe, just maybe finish again part two of uh, Get A Life. But it is an honor to be here with you, man. Thank you. And um, hopefully stuff we interject it it can it, it can be a blessing
0: we talked last week that he's the pastor of spirit life here in lincolnton and um also went to um school uh for counseling and so um We've been talking, uh, if you was watching last episode, in fact, it's still in the archives. If you want to stop this one and go listen to part one before you listen to part two. Well, please
1: come back to hear me this time too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do that too. But this is basically, basically the sequel. Um, the first time we were here, we talked about Romans 12, 2 that says, don't be conformed, but be transformed. And I'll go ahead and read the verse again. Uh, Romans. 12, verse 2 in NLT says don't copy the behaviors and customs of the world if you're used to the King James it says don't be uh, conformed Uh, but let let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think then you will learn to know God's will for which it is good pleasing and perfect and so we spent a majority of our time talking about Don't be conformed, and there's a lot of things that we can be conformed to, but be transformed, and that's something God does, but Pastor Daniel, let's pick up this week with the next part that Paul says. He says, don't be conformed, be transformed by the renewing of your mind.
1: Yeah.
0: How can we, how can our mind be renewed?
1: Well, I have no idea. Now I'm teasing. I'm trying to be silly. Uh, Last week, Brandon said something, and I wish I would have piggybacked more of it when he said, but he brought up. Transformers, the cartoon, uh, from the 80s, uh, 90s, our, our childhood. And one thing that's unique, and I'm not a Bible scholar. That's whatever reason people think I'm smarter than I am, and I'm grateful and honored, but uh, I'm not a Bible scholar by no stretch of the imagination. And I'm probably not even a good therapist, to be perfectly honest, but that's neither here nor there either. Uh, the Greek word here for transformer literally is where we get our word metamorphosis from in the English uh, dictionary. And that connotation he utilized with transformers is pretty powerful, even though it may seem silly. It's a great analogy because, as the robots would transform, that's really, in essence, what God, through his uh, precious Holy Spirit, uh, allows us to do is to transform, to morph into something better. But to answer your question about how can we renew our mind. There's a lot to unpack and I kinda highlighted on it just a little bit, but I I want to give a quick recap just to bring us up to speed. What I said uh on the last podcast talked about we have to reference verse one as well as verse three uh in our text that we're reading to really understand verse two. I know that sounds kinda silly, but verse one, Paul says I urge you by the mercies of God. Verse three, Paul says it's by the grace of God. The way we renew our our minds, first and foremost, we got to focus, put our attention where it belongs, and that is on the grace and mercy of God. There are things we are to do, yes, but we have to keep the 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 thing that's in the forefront. We have to keep first things first, and it's truly by Him. Paul says it best in one of his other writings when he says. He quotes a secular prophet, but he brings it, uh, how it reflects to Jesus. And it says, it's by him we move and we have all being. Everything that you and I as a believer, it's going to have to have us focusing our attention on God. If we try to do it in and of ourselves, we'll be disappointed. The way we can renew our mind is, uh a matter of fact, I think he says it here in our, in our text. He says, verse 1, present your body, and then he says, verse 2, to prove. So the two things I want to highlight and interject a way that we can renew our mind, first and foremost, we got to present ourselves. Right. God will do his part. Are we willing to do our part? That's another sermon for another day, so I won't preach that rabbit trail, but I'll say amen for me. (laughs) And then in the same text where he says to renew your mind, he says to prove that which is good and which is acceptable. Word prove is where we get, uh, demonstration, where we get that, uh, you're going to demonstrate, you're going to prove it, you're going to show it. And, um, we want to renew our mind. It's basically just, uh, letting God demonstrate, letting God just show up and show out. That's something I, I, am notorious for, for saying. And even Brandon has, uh, teased me before in the past about what's Daniel known for saying, uh, God's going to show up and show out. <laughs> But in all honesty, a way we we renew our minds, I said it last time and I'll say it again. We have to not be conformed. We have to get in his word. What does God say about the matter? My opinion is not really relevant. But what God's opinion is. What God says does matter. My opinion, that and $5.35 will get you a venti at Starbucks, get you a large coffee. But my opinion doesn't do nothing. It's that money is what gets that coffee. Well, When it comes to spiritual things, it's what does God have to say about the matter? But I'm getting off topic. The way we can renew our mind is, uh, I've said this before, and um, I'm probably the world's worst therapist because I probably talk too much and don't listen, but uh, if you put junk in, you get junk out. If you put good in, you get good out. And yeah. truly, uh, I've said this preaching, I'll say this right now. You show me um, you show me who you hang out with, who you listen to, what you watch and listen to, I'll show you where you're going. You can't go to the right destination going the wrong direction. If I want to go to Gastonia from Lincoln, the easiest way is to hit 321 South. If I hit 321 North, I'll go to Hickory, but I won't go to Gastonia. We have a lot of people that are going the wrong direction because they're listening to the wrong voices. If you and I want to renew our mind, we need to hear what God has to say about it. So get in His Word, spend time with Him, pray, Uh, do the things that we know uh you know, that just resonates with our with, with God's word, with our spirit, meaning. And um it's a sacrifice. That's something we don't like to talk and preach about, but it's not always easy being a disciple, the a, a follower of Jesus, a disciple a disciple. Um Jesus says to pray for them that, you know, use you, that's not always easy. But when we do that, we're dying, we're crucifying this flesh, we're renewing our mind, we're filling up and fueling our spirit man. And, um, that's how we do it. I hope that makes sense. And I hope I'm addressing the question probably in more ways than, uh, <laughs> I need to, but I hope that makes sense.
0: Yes. Um, in Romans 12, 2, uh, we zoom in a lot on that first part. It's a very well known verse. Don't be conformed, be transformed. But a lot of the meat is actually found in the renewal of your mind. because that's where change happens uh in the king james it's renew your mind in some newer translations it's uh change your mind now um you know there's been times where me and jenny has had plans and um we've changed them
2: yeah we changed our mind yeah
0: um this is this is not that kind of changing your mind (laughs) this is not where this is not where i was going to go to christian concert but i changed my mind yeah and i stayed at home instead sure. uh it's not talking about that changing your mind means really re- reprogramming yes. yes um when we were lost and we lived for the world we seen things a certain mm-hmm. way we did things mm-hmm. a certain way and be uh dishonest it had nothing basically everything the bible said we were most likely against it
2: yeah yeah
0: um and then when we come to god's way which is totally different in the world's way Mm-hmm. Uh, we had to renew our minds that's why paul starts off by saying yeah. don't be conformed be transformed right,
2: right. um
0: he's saying that you got to be changed
2: right, right
0: um and we already gave the analogy of the show transformers uh but um but also he piggybacks off that by saying renew your mind um so with with, with that said if we we have to renew our mind because in the culture and society we live in there are a lot of people who are who are dealing with attacks of the mind.
2: Oh, most definitely.
0: And I'm just not talking about people who may have a mental yeah. illness. Right. There are people and I don't want to speak lightly of that, there are people right. out there who are struggling with mental illnesses, right. who yeah. are in mental hospitals right. and whatnot, but right. I'm talk- but I'm also talking about there's people who you don't even know that are dealing with things in the mind. Right it seems like we live in a side and culture where the devil has attacked the mind more than anything else in our culture. So with that said, uh, Pastor Daniel, why do you think the mind is always being
1: attacked? Hmm. My goodness, that's truly the question of the hour because you're a thousand percent correct. Last time I introduced myself by just joking about why I got um, my... uh, Pursued the education I did in the mental health field. And, um, I said, cause people are crazy, just trying to be silly. But, uh, in all honesty, it's cause all of us are going through stuff. We're all, whether we talk about it or not, whether we hashtag it or not, all of us are facing stuff. We're all bent and broken people. That's just because of us living in a fallen world. That is, it is what it is. Not to sound cliche, but it's just a fact of the matter. And, um, the attack being in our mind. Oh, my goodness. Uh, there's so much stuff that's being thrown away. So much. And, uh, Paul, uh, we don't have that much time, obviously, to, to, for me to go down the, uh, from Genesis to Revelation, or let alone just Paul's epistles, but, um, Pauline writings. But Paul references in one of his later writings that we have to be fully armored. With, uh, fully suited in the armor of God, and he gives a, a parallel, gives an analogy, if you will, about some armor, a Roman armor at that time, and one of the things that's powerful, he says, the helmet of salvation, that we have to have something to guard our head. You know as well as I do that, um, you know, our military soldiers of the uh, 21st century, uh, and they're Fatigue. They're, they're, uh, they're what they have to put on. They have a helmet to block the bullets of the enemy. They have to make sure they guard their mind, their their head, because if, if they can get, if you can physically hurt the head, you can die. you can you can do a lot of damage. You can do a lot of things. And uh, spiritually speaking, the reason we're being attacked in our mind is, oh, as I said just a few moments ago. You can't go to the right destination going the wrong direction. Right. If the enemy can get in our mind, if he can sow those seeds of discord. And guess what? He don't necessarily have to do it. <laughs> there's right. a lot of Christians that are <laughs> don't even realize they're being used of the enemy sometimes. And uh, I say that as a silliness, but there's some truth to that anyway. But um, we have to renew our mind because the battle, there's so much that can be, um, Taken in our in our perception and how we see how we feel what what our experience is. Um, uh, I'm not trying to get off track, but there's just so much that can be impacted right here in this in this scripture because of how serious it is with our mind. The Bible talks about as a man thinks, so is he. Yes. And uh, the enemy. I don't want this to be me bragging on the enemy by no stretch of the imagination, but he's not naive. He's not an idiot. Uh, sometimes we don't give the enemy enough credit because he's studied. He's done his research. Um He knows our strengths and our weaknesses. Now, a lot of the reason he knows this stuff, because we tell him, <laughs> but that's another subject for another day. <laughs> but uh the reason we have to guard our heart, we have to guard our mind, and we have to uh, be clothed in the armor of god and we have to get in his word and pray is because all it takes is, is a seed of doubt all it takes is one distraction there's an analogy and jenny is a teacher so she could definitely give this analogy better than i could ever do but i i, I read about this about there was a teacher who wrote some stuff on a board and it was a simple multiplication um and there was just a few, it was 9 times 1, 9 times 2, 9 times 3, down to 10. And all the other answers were correct, except the first one. She had, I believe if, I, if memory serves me correctly, it said 9 times 1 equals 8. But 9 times 2 was eighteen, nine times 3 was 27. Everything else was correct, but the first one was wrong. And everybody in the classroom was going to tell the teacher, hey, you messed up. You got the first thing wrong. You, you're, It didn't matter that everything else was correct. This one thing was wrong, and that's where their attention was. Right. Well, my goodness, how many times does the enemy get our attention on one simple thing, and right. then we miss everything else? I think that's part of the reason Paul says, you know what? You've got to present your body a living sacrifice. It's not easy. If he can, if he, I'll say it like this, and I'll shut up because I'm a talker. Uh, if the enemy cannot defeat you, Spirit Life is known for, uh, is probably getting tired of me saying this because I've said this a lot here, especially within this last year, within everything our has went through. Um, if the enemy cannot defeat you, he'll discourage you. If he can't discourage you, then he'll distract you. Yes. And this is why we got to do our mind, because if he can distract us, he can discourage us. He can discourage us. He can defeat us. But Jesus didn't come that we can be deceived. He came that we can get a life, as Brandon's podcast is so appropriately named.
0: Yeah, um, there's so much there. And like you already alluded to, we could spend a week of podcasts this on the renewing of your mind. Um, that the enemy is attacking the mind. And a lot of it is because we're so unfocused. because uh I locked my car before I go to bed at night, I lock my house before I go to bed at night. But unfortunately we don't always lock our spiritual hearts and our spiritual That's minds. Good. Good. And we let whoever
2: Yeah.
0: We let whoever come in. Yeah. And um while you was while you was talking about it, uh I thought and you was talking about thinking I was talk I was thinking of uh Philippians two five where it says have the same mind yes. as Jesus. Yes. Um what if we would think the way Jesus would think?
2: That's good.
0: Um, just imagine uh, how much better place we would be in the mind. How much yeah. farther along we would be. In the, what we said in the last podcast that transformation is not something that happens overnight. Right.
2: right.
0: Um, you can be saved in an instant mm-hmm. by faith in Jesus. Right. But there's some things that you're still going to have to mm-hmm. put your house in order. There's some yeah. some struggles that you're. Most likely, are not going to overcome. Now, there have been instances where, mm-hmm. where God has supernaturally healed so people, and He has just yes. He has just put marriages back in order, finances mm-hmm. back in order. But, um but we don't want to mislead you and say that's always going to be the case. Right. Um But we do, if we would have the mindset of Jesus, we really would take that verse, uh, Philippians two five, mm-hmm. and kind of and kind of connect it to this verse um and just and just say how do i renew my mind if i would think like jesus would think and so and we could go on and on for that but we have a few minutes left on the podcast today and you already alluded to it uh one time pastor daniel but the last part just says uh then you will know god's will for you Mm -hmm. which is good pleasing and perfect and so we want to just touch on that as we close out this, this week's podcast. Yeah. The latter part of verse
1: two. Most definitely. And thank you. Um, that you may prove that which is good, which is acceptable, the perfect will of God. Such, so again, and even in this, this phrase right here, so much to unpack. Um, renewing our mind, being transformed is so prevalent and such a necessity for this day and age believe in because so much of our time is consumed about trying to find out what am I supposed to do, what am I here for? Why do I exist? What's what's God's will? I mean, my goodness, go in any bookstore and look at the self help section and <laughs> the stuff I just said. It's like five different titles of different books. It's uh we as creatures and it's by our DNA, it's how God designed us. We want to make a difference. We want to um feel like we're we're here for a purpose and we are. I've said this a thousand times. We have a pulse, God has a plan, we have a purpose, but another topic for another day. Paul is exhorting the church at Rome here that they are to die daily, become a living sacrifice by the mercies and grace of God. They're to present themselves, they're to renew their mind and when this stuff happens, I said it earlier on this podcast, and I'll say it now, that God's done his part at Calvary. We do our part daily, and he'll do his part in our right in our right now, and he'll show up and he'll show out, is my, my saying. Um, I want to highlight, again, he's done his part, and he'll continue to do more things through the Holy Spirit when we let him. Uh, he just, the ball's in our court, what we want to do. I can't talk about Romans 12 without bringing up Philippians as Paul, as, uh, Brandon just said, we about gave you a promotion to start calling you the apostle Paul. <laughs> 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 um, Brandon alluded to Philippians 2. Let me bring up Philippians 3 as well as chapter 4 if I can just for a moment for time's sake. Yes. Paul says, he says in Philippians, he's like, Hey, listen, I don't claim to arrive by no means. He said, this one thing I do though, I forget those things that are behind me. Pressed towards the mark of the high calling in Christ Jesus, the way you and I are going to renew, we're going to live the transformed and victorious life. There's some things we got to let go. Right. We got to be able to hold, take hold of today and tomorrow, but we can't do it if I'm holding down the yesterday. Paul said, "I don't." This is a man who wrote, "My goodness, so many volumes of what we know as the New Testament." had encounters just glorious, the right. master's word experience, experience the third heaven, just just the glory of God in ways that, you know, we just can't even begin to fathom. And he says, hey, I don't have it all together. I don't think I got it all that in the bag of chips. I got to do this myself. And then he tells us in that Rom- in Romans, Philippians 4, he says, hey, this is what you got to do whatever thing is lovely whatever thing is pure whatever thing is just if there's a good report if there's any virtue whatsoever think on these things going back to renewing our mind our dilemma is and not to quote a popular preacher but our problem is is we got stinking (laughs) thinking and this is a Mm -hmm. preacher i don't care for much but uh that's neither here nor there he's accurate in that statement we got to get rid of our stinking thinking um we gotta stop listening to the lies of the devil. We gotta stop drinking the Kool-Aid, if I could say it like that. Now, what narrative are we gonna to listen to? We're gonna to listen to the world's report? Or we're gonna to listen to God's report? I didn't mean to go down that rabbit trail and start preaching, so, uh, <laughs> it is what it is. Though. Yeah. But I hope I answered what you were hinting at, the latter part of proving the acceptable and perfect will of God. Yeah. That's the importance of why we have to uh, not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the Holy Spirit. That's why we got to renew our mind. So we can demonstrate, we can truly show, um, to the world and everybody around us who God is and what he can do.
0: Yes. And thank you, uh, for being with us on, we're out of time. Thank you for being with us on the Get a Life podcast. We've been with Pastor Daniel for the last two weeks. Uh, we'll have somebody new, uh, with us next week. So tune in next week. And this has been the, Get a live podcast with Pastor Brandon.